0: Options, choices, and we get it often. God uh, yeah, yeah. If you ain't no God of, damn it, what? money, mo. Let's get it, let's go. If you ain't no at what, any, money, mo. Let's go. At the, at the... And we live, ladies and gentlemen. You already know what it is. It's your boy, down here in the basement with my boys. We got Simon in the house.
1: Hey, what's good?
0: We got Ricky the Soundboard Guy. Other one and only. We got a special guest. Ooh. Yes, sir. Goes by the name of Jesse the Fish. Ooh.
2: Yo, what up? It's the Fish.
0: I just want to say welcome.
2: You know, some welcome. might say he is the number one fan, some might say he is the Fish extraordinaire. But he is a hell of a man. Welcome, Thank Jesse. You. Thanks, Honestly, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks I for heard welcoming he's me.
0: beyond scales. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. And last but not least, you got me. My name's Anthony. Today, I want to ask Jesse a question, real quick. Oh God, Anthony always
1: gets straight to it. <laughs> Let's go, what? Jesse.
3: Eight inches. Oh, for sorry. <laughs> ask. <laughs> this
0: guy's <is> crazy. <laughs> For those that don't know, in three words, what is the best way
3: to describe you? Three words honest. Nice. Rational. Okay. masculine oh
1: <laughs>
0: masculine there huh? you go that if you
2: i like to if, think so
0: if you need to know how jesse is just think of those three words <laughs> and I, that's I, how he is i feel like
1: it's a hard thing to do like i feel like like i was hella I thinking know. right now I, when you just I asked him that question to answer
0: that question it I'll, just came out and I, I was just like, was
1: damn! Can you really describe yourself in three words though? Like, is that something you think? Like, I feel like there's just so much, but that was a really good, like, three words to say. Yeah, to be honest, that like, was I was hard. thinking, that was the test. <laughs> good for you. That was on the fly, there, you know.
0: There was no right or wrong answer.
2: No, just, That was a
1: pretty goddamn good one. I just, I was <laughs> just fly was, fishing. Oh <laughs> my there <he> god! <laughs> <This guy. laughs>
2: I think when you're just put on the spot like that, you're, you have to really just narrow it down. You know, mm-hmm. you yeah. have to you 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 have to choose and sometimes what comes out is the most candid you know because it's like well shit like you, you gotta ask yourself right then and there you know and damn it's man. like boom this is what i am so i feel like those honestly from how from what i know about
0: him are pretty on point nice. definitely Alright, cool. next thing i want to do is go Ration. around and have you guys answer nice. oh god damn it god Anthony. Damn. God <laughs> damn.
1: Go ahead, Ricky. No, he was looking at Not you. You're the one and only sound oh, guy. Come, come on, man. dude. You go ahead show us the one and only. <laughs> there you go. That's the three words. Okay, one okay, and okay, only. Okay, okay, okay. okay.
2: <laughs> if I were to if I were to describe myself in three words, I would say I'm positive or let's let's call it optimistic. Yeah, optimistic.
1: Hardworking and funny. Real, reliable, and trustworthy. Mm.
3: Nice. I want to change mine. No, no, (laughs) no. Anthony, hurry up. (laughs) Anthony?
0: Good?
1: That's just one. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) we need two more, sir. (laughs) Thoughtful. (laughs) <laughs> For sure thoughtful right now <laughs> um,
0: That's hard Hey man you Decisive. Qu- okay uh, Easy
1: going <laughs> Undecisive <Is> that- <laughs> See how hard that question was dude <laughs> Yeah uh, see? You see how you have to think about the questions that you ask <laughs> Because when it comes back to you <laughs> I know You're like fuck Why did I ask this it question It went
2: the whole ass circle And then came back
1: to you And it was still <laughs> You had so much time to think bro Come on <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, so, yeah.
2: Jesse, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Let let our listeners know a little bit more about you. Mm. We know that you're honest. We know that you're rational. And we know mm-hmm. that you're masculine.
3: Yeah. Tell us a little bit more. Uh, change that to loyal. I'm going to go loyal now. Loyal. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think that's a big feature of me. Um, yeah. I mean, we work together. I'm from the Bay Area. I grew up in Santa Clara and San Jose. Uh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. I went to school in... San Francisco for game art and design. Used to do some artwork, I still do time to time. Uh now I'm like focused on IT. I'm like working at a at this vendor that works at a Mountain View tech company. You might have heard of it. I don't need to name it. Yeah. Uh yeah. But yeah, and I'm so- I'm married. I got two kids. Uh nice. I've been a Christian since I was 19. And I got married when I was like 24, 25. Nice. Back in 2010, however, old I was back then? I think 24, yeah. So, yeah, and I got two. Did I say I got two kids? You did Mm -hmm. two little kids, little angels. Sometimes they're monsters, (laughs) but mostly they're angels. Yeah, I mean, I feel like like for like. What else you want to know?
1: Like having kids though, like I feel like is that a hard job? Like honestly, like for me personally, like I have like a lot of nephews. I don't know if us have kids. Like I mean, in the day, like is that is that something
3: that like is that like that's a full time job, huh? Yeah, imagine you had a nephew that lived with you that you had to feed who was never satisfied, and you had to watch him all day and all night. You don't clock out. It's not like work. Yeah. You go home, and it's there. And when you're at work, <laughs> it's still there, and you're thinking about it. It is nonstop. Always and then challenge. sometimes you're up all night, and it's still nonstop. So you don't even get to sleep sometimes. I it's feel a, like, It's the hardest job, but it's also the most rewarding job. I imagine so.
1: Yeah. I feel like, yeah, like if you – like if it's not your kid, it'd be harder to like go through all that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't imagine doing all that for a nephew. So like, that's why for me, like, kids, man, that's that's a full time job plus overtime, yeah. yeah, all the time.
2: What's cool is when when I'm working with Jesse, we always have these discussions because you know he listens. He's an avid listener of the pod, and he's he's also a main reason why I, I also try to stay so you know up to date. You know, specifically with politics. I think that he has interesting ideas that challenge my, my you know, just standard way of thinking, mm-hmm. and I feel like, oh, yeah. like oh dude like, like if we just want to get into it right, something that he's always mentioned is the injustice of the of the, of the police system that mm-hmm. I- that exists in the United States, <laughs> you know, and he's a, he's like always talking about it man like whenever I bring up stories he's just like yeah dude you know police are just um. Are just like legal, like they're fucking like thieves, members, right? They're
3: gangsters, they're gangsters, gangsters. Yeah, they're legal. Sure. They're a legalized gang with the authority of the law behind them. Mm-hmm. They have that that advantage over other gangs. Mm-hmm.
1: They're the most scariest gang in the like, game, bro. Because
2: they could legally have guns
1: and take them away, and from they can you. legally yeah. kill you, mm-hmm. even Not, if they do it illegally.
3: Ninety-five percent of cops that are uh, charged with murder are acquitted. Ninety-five percent.
2: Where'd you get that stat, though? Just want to know.
3: Uh Police the police, probably. Oh, not the dark web? No, I'm not on the dark <laughs> web. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, just, I, I just brought that up because there was some girl on Twitter, s- upon finding out that Tom Hanks was going to be the new Mr. Rogers, she tweeted something like, oh, I can't believe that pedophile last uh, Tom Hanks is going to be Mr. Rogers, like blah, blah, blah. I was like, Wait, what He's the a hell? A I was like, what you mean a pedophile? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, um he like uh, he was with Epstein, you know? Like sorry sorry for the tangent, but this is just stupid, but he she's like hang himself.
0: N- yeah. That but too, right. Anthony. Yes, thank <laughs> you. We all
2: agree <laughs> that. We all agree on that. I'm 100. But um but yeah, and I was like like okay, where did you see this news? I need a source. And she's like, "Oh, uh, I was just on the dark web." And I'm like, the dark web so that's why (laughs) i brought up the dark web but 95 percent of all cops who who commit murder are acquitted yeah
3: who are charged with murder yeah
2: Mm. i mean they got to protect their own and you know like a gang when he brought up that that idea this idea of his which i think is really interesting at first i was like you tripping but then he described it a little bit more, and I was like, you know what it makes sense? Can you describe your – so his solution is to
3: do what exactly? I don't think it's like a, like a fix-all solution, mm-hmm. but I think it's like a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I think we need to go back to uh, like private policing, and we need to – I think we just need to break up the monopoly that is law enforcement.
2: Yeah, because it's a monopoly because it's owned by the government, though, right? It's supposed to be provided yeah. by our government, which Literally.
3: we pay. Well, suppo- What do you mean by supposed to? Well, like that's the government's well, in, job. In terms of like, like, like how,
2: like y- how you're saying it, like, like they have a monopoly because that, it's it's supposed to be something that is provided to us by us
3: in a way. Yeah, I mean, some people like think that like. Like, that's how, like, the basis of government is, right? Like, government derives its authority from the consent of the governed, Mm -hmm. right? But none of us here probably have ever consented to being governed. It's just a system that we were born under, Mm
1: -hmm.
3: like, akin to slavery. Yeah. And it's just the way things are. It's the way you live your life. You learn how to operate within the system and how to get by. Mm -hmm. And just because the system offers, like, services and resources and infrastructure that you use... Uh, I don't think that's like a meaningful like argument for like you owe anything to the system because like they have a monopoly like and over the space that you like exist in and live in. by the time you're like conscious of it, by the time you come of age and you're like old enough to like rationalize through these things, like you're already dependent on the system. You never had a choice about it. It's not a meaningful choice. Like that's an argument people use like. Oh, you don't like roads? Why do you use them? Well, what else am I gonna fucking use? <laughs> right? <laughs> can I cuss on your podcast, uh, dude? Absolutely. It's a family show. It's a family show, but it's okay. You yeah, can. Is it or is it not okay? It's, it's
2: a. It's a. It's a very vulgar family. It's like a hood family show. Oh, uh, dude. It's a vulgar family. I was
1: looking family. at you like, wait, where, where's he going with this? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> nah, just kidding. It's not a family show. All You're,
2: right. You can definitely cuss. Okay. Uh, now, now he said he wants to break up this monopoly and. And what what exactly do you mean by that? Make it go back to to private companies owning these forces?
3: I mean, not go back to, but I think like uh, originally, got, I mean, policing isn't is very young as a concept. Like having centralized like police forces, uh, I think it goes back to like the seventeen hundreds. That's uh, young.
2: That's like three hundred years ago. Yeah, You're still civilizations today. like yeah, over five thousand years old, probably. <laughs> five thousand from like. When we were coming up
0: as...
3: Like, from the oldest civilizations we know, which would be, like, Mesopotamia or, like... Mm.
0: Fresh off medieval ages.
3: Uh, Yeah. Assyrian. The world
1: was pretty fucked back then, though, right? I mean, if policing wasn't involved at that early of a stage... Exactly. I imagine not. I imagine it was a more controlled environment. I mean, like, I feel like there's literally chaos now because of,
3: like, you know... The influence of... Policing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know you're not trying to make the argument that like society has gotten organized and like less shitty in the last two, three hundred years because of like centralized policing. Mm-hmm. Right? I like, to see like, where you were like, like our ci- well, like, our, you're saying like civilization was effed up from like the get go, but. Not because we didn't have police that didn't like magically solve all of civilization's mm-hmm. problems, right we still no. got problems, yeah, and they had problems back then, but they were all for like a variety of reasons, mm-hmm. right that were like technological, economical, mm-hmm. social, mm-hmm. cultural, mm-hmm. like we were just like a young civilization we're still a young civilization I think oh yeah, definitely um, but yeah, anyway, I just think, uh, yeah, I just think the way to go would be like private policing, I think break up the monopoly, I think we shouldn't have law enforcement officers cuz i don't think that's like uh morally sustainable. Mm. Do you know what i mean by that? Like
0: morally sustainable?
3: Yeah, i don't think you can like argue that like uh LEOs are like doing a moral thing. What they what they do is not necessarily good. Some no. some of their job and their existence like they good, might good do thinking. some good as a byproduct
0: good can be subjective though like, yeah exactly hitler thought he was doing the right thing
3: yeah mhm and his 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 soldiers and his police enforced the laws because they were quote unquote doing their job yeah that was the main argument during mm-hmm. the nuremberg trials i see i see what you're saying
2: morality which is what
3: they kind of go off of is all subjective Isn't always good. and, like, and, it's and it could be different mm-hmm. and i've been thinking about this a lot it's like we we sub- we we as like a a culture and as a country i think like really s- have been taught to, like, support the police. Like, that's one of the first, like, you know, if you're going to teach a kid about, like, jobs, Mm -hmm. right? What do you teach them? Firefighter, doctor, policeman, right? We we get ingrained with these as, like, these archetypes of, like, jobs that you can have Mm -hmm. or roles that you can have in society. And these archetypes are, like, held up as, like, being important and being worthy of, like, praise and admiration, right? Like, you're putting police on the same plane as, like, doctors that save lives. True. But, like, what do police do, like... (laughs) As their main tool is like to use like violence, force, and aggression yeah. and force, right? Yeah. Uh,
2: is it though? Like maybe it's just we see it that way because of all the injustice going around. But if we think about what the idea of a police officer really is, it's to protect us, correct?
1: Exactly. If someone Wrong. breaks into
2: your if someone breaks <laughs> into your house, what are you told to do? Protect yourself, but also call the police. Have them come. Have mm. them serve justice, you know? For people that do bad things, I feel like that's the whole reason we we came up with the idea of a of a police force or something is because there were people doing bad things and regular citizens needed someone that they could all c- that they all could call if they needed help, and that
3: was the police. Like I was saying earlier, the actual origin of it was um, the British organized like centralized police, not as peacekeepers, because they actually had soldiers like. Uh, garrisoned in cities and, like, in, like, urban areas and villages that were already, like, charged with, like, keeping the peace, making sure people weren't getting, like, beaten, robbed, raped, mm. assaulted, murdered, etc. right? They were stopping mm. violent crimes and trying to actually keep the peace. The soldiers. Yeah. Okay. And what they ended up doing was uh because of, like, the Irish Revolution or uprising or because, like, the colonization of the British over the Irish, they sent in centralized police forces to, like, enforce laws, not to protect people, not to keep the peace, but actually to enforce laws and make sure that they weren't, like, doing activities that the British government, which was a foreign power, trying to, like, subject subdue them, you know, making sure they were doing anything that that government didn't want them to do as a free people. Mm. Right?
0: Mm.
3: We should make
2: an Uber app similar u- to an Uber app where if someone's having trouble, you could hit this button and other people who have signed up for this to be, like aid to be. we'll call them foot soldiers yeah or heroes and the foot clan uh, all right chill and and what will happen is if like let's say right now someone comes in trying to like start shit we activate this app it contacts people around us and they come through and try to help us out boom so like you're talking talking about like police force the
1: fucking the punisher coming through like or like we like if he (laughs) signs up for our app then yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like he come through like that's, that's how we could
2: solve this police problem because yeah from what Jesse said it makes it sound like police officers were just here to enforce laws and and keep people down. Well, I mean the at the same right? time,
1: you like you think about it though too, right? Like you have to go to like academy to become a cop, and like they're drilling these things into like what it they think is the correct definition to be a cop. Like, right now, if I said, hey, you know what, I want to go help people and do good, and I go out in the streets and I'm saving people from fucking, you know, getting robbed and all that, and the cops find out I'm a vigilante. Like, I'm just doing good. Why can't I be a cop now, you know?
3: Because you're infringing on their monopoly.
1: Exactly. Damn. I like that. You finish it off right.
3: (laughs) You know, I want to mention real quick, is that actually it takes... Fewer hours of training to become a police officer in, like, many states and counties than it actually does to, like, do other jobs, like, become a chiropractor or be certified as a hair braider or, like, lots of other, like, jobs that we would consider to be, like, less than. That's wild. Being a police officer in America on average, I think, is one of the highest paid, low-skilled jobs you can get. Hmm. Especially if you sign up in Oakland, it'll take anybody.
1: That's wild. That's wild.
2: Yeah. His idea of of creating this private force is always always something we talk about. And, like, when he explains it, it makes sense. Now, logistically, I don't know how it could happen.
0: But then, like, only the richest people would have the best soldiers, army, military.
3: I mean, well, the richest people always have, like, the best stuff because they have the most resources to, like, expend on things. So... Yeah. I mean, I could see, like, the argument, like, you'd be worried about, like, the rich, like, coalescing into, like, some, like, warlord clan to, like, suppress minorities. (laughs) The fucking purge kind of. Yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, like, yeah. Like, if you think about it. So, like, I'm just trying to imagine and visualize this. So what we're saying and thinking, like, as a proposal, right, obviously, it's not, like, the plan to fix. It's more of just, like, you know, we're just talking. So it would be, like, private policemen just, like like, hired by their own, like, local, like,
3: entities? Is that how like how it would work? You'd hire private security. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, it would be, like, a private security firm that you, like, like, we we ha- my... License to carry. Yeah. Like, the, the ones that come into the bank and, and stuff to collect the money. They, they're, like, licensed to carry and, like, open carry. And, like, if you live, like, in an car- apartment complex or condominiums or something, like, you might have private security that comes around and patrols, and you guys all pay into that through your HOA. So like I don't see why a neighborhood couldn't like have people voluntarily sign on to a contract and say hey we all want to hire this uh this policing firm to like protect our our neighborhood, yeah. right? And be on call for us if we need them and we've got a direct line to them and they're going to provide these services and we find them to be more reputable than the publicly funded police. Would you want to pay into it? Would there be like
1: one Now my question would be would there be one control? Obviously we're going to have so many different policing, right? And so many different, as you mentioned, like from a morality standpoint, it could be different in different areas of region or better or worse because of rich or poor. So, like, w- doesn't that cause like a, another problem? Right. Like I'm thinking like, damn, it could just become one of those things where like you got this group of people saying that. OK, now, you know what, with our private militia, it's good to make sure everybody follows us. And then, you know, I feel like that could also cause a lot of other um, problems later down the road. I know, again, we're just talking, so.
3: Like, you talking about, like, private like private firms, like, being pitted against one another? I mean. Like, neighbor, neighborhood versus neighborhood, or, like? So, like,
1: that's honestly what, yeah, I'm thinking, like, I, when I think from a policing standpoint, and already what it is, and I think about just private versions of it, I think still, like, cool, we're just creating sections of different policing that can cause, you know, some type of rumble or something.
3: I mean, maybe, but that wouldn't really be, like, in the business interest of, like, a private company to, like, send out their, like, trained uh, personnel to, like, engage in, like, open warfare in the street because they got to retrain those people. Those people are an investment. Those people are, like, paid. Those people have, like, made an agreement with that that company to, like, do a certain job. And a job's probably not going to entail, like, going to war. I don't think anybody's going to sign up for that job. I feel it. That's why
2: they'll send the robots. You guys hear about that? No. What? Massachusetts State Police is the first law enforcement agency in the country to use Boston Dynamic dog-like robots. Do have you seen the videos for those things? Yes. Everyone's seen that, right? Those are fucking nuts. Now imagine the police using them, because that's what it's look like looking like. That just happened a couple of days ago. Huh? Really? Yesterday. Actually. That's wild. Is that's it like patrolling coaching? the streets or what's going so on? So it's a dog robot that, that it's opening doors. It opens a door. Yeah. And. Just think about the oversight or or think about, like, how much you, that you could do with that, you know? So, like, you could put cameras on it. You can make them go into people's houses, like, boo, boo, And, you know, when it comes to, like, policing and what we were just talking about, what if, you know, how are we going to make sure that they don't, you know, use that for,
3: like, bad things? How are you going to ensure that the Public funded police doesn't do it for bad things. Exactly. I mean, to me, that sounds like a situation where you've got a, a publicly funded police force that's now hiring robot dogs to, like, break and enter into your home. Exactly. To protect themselves from you with your money that they're buying robots with to, like, assault you. Yeah. Or infringe upon, like, your property rights, your privacy. I mean, let's be right here.
1: Like, okay, a robot fucking police officer kills you real police officer kill people right now and nothing happens so I mean <laughs> yeah it's wild that's pretty crazy we're though. getting
2: into the future man robots yeah. are gonna start just taking over
1: almost everything yeah no those Boston Dynamics um, robots are no joke they're uh, <laughs> next level for sure
3: you guys ever see that Black Mirror episode with the robot dogs
1: the robot
0: yeah that one was crazy you saw it
3: Robot Dogs was that from the new season? No, I think it was like season 2 or something. 3? The yeah. Robot Dogs. I
1: don't what remember happens. this one.
0: Yeah, what
2: happens? Is tell that the one where they could record everything?
3: Uh, kind of. You tell them about it? I don't know. You don't remember?
0: I just remember
2: the dog was
3: going crazy. It was scary as shit, right? Yeah. It was basically like uh they opened up and they were like telling a story of this like girl that was on the run and she was like part of like a, a group, a small group of survivors and they were trying to like scavenge stuff. And they were on the run from something that they were scared of, and they didn't show it until like later in the episode. But it turns out the thing they were like really scared of the whole time that was stalking them ended up being like robot dogs, like AI that had gone rogue, in, the, in these robots that were like had like mounted guns and like were able like to like crush your bones and like pounce on you and stuff. And they were like roaming around in packs trying to hunt everybody because some like glitch in their programming, and they had like eliminated most of society. That's wild. I thought I watched all
2: the episodes, and I don't
3: remember that I don't one.
1: remember that one either. I've watched That's all of them.
3: I don't think it was one of the more memorable ones, but it was really good. Mm, the
2: most memorable one to me is the one where they can – there's two. There's one where you can record everything you see, like, mm. and, re- and you play it back. Yeah, that was wild. That one was wild. That guy went super overboard. And then the second one was the one with the video game, like, horror – like that one was crazy Where, like they impl- they were supposed to implant something in him to yeah. to make the game more real but then it
1: glitched out cuz his mom called and then it just like
2: made it like too real it was crazy
1: there was an episode like the one where like um when they would get sick they'd plug him into this different world like it was the too late the the two girls who were like who were like lovers and shit you don't remember that one Sandra Junipero. yeah that yeah. one was my favorite episode actually what was that one that one was really sweet yeah like no that like all the Black Mirror episodes, there was an underlying message. Like literally, after it, I was like, "Holy shit!" I feel like each one can be like its own discussion topic, um, but that one was like it drove home. Like I was like, "Damn, that's pretty crazy."
2: Speaking of that, I read something like recently that there, there's like advancements in VR to the point. I mean, I forgot what they came out with recently, but they were they were talking about how like interesting it's going to be once we get to the age where we're, like, super old, almost becoming, like, senile, you know? Mm-hmm. And if our advan- advancements in VR could make it so, like, so much more entertaining, Like like San Junipero, right? They were really old, but they, like, went into this world, and they were young again. They felt young. You know, they lived out, like, their dreams. Other dreams they had, maybe, like, things they couldn't do when they yeah. were young, right? So
1: imagine if we get VR to that spot, think about like where we are now like we already have vr and then we already have these kind of like apps where you can become a different, like second life or something yeah you can already like go live another life in this virtual world so like we have already both of them who knows how long it's going to be
3: yeah people do that in wow right yeah
1: i mean yeah you take it into even just video games itself and like the behavior is already there and the product's already there now it just needs to be merged and shit we'll be in san junipero in 40 years you do that when you're super old just like go into a vr honestly i don't want to get old like i like for me like there's a point in time where like it's like i shouldn't be here like me personally about myself and uh like you know what i mean like you get to a point you can't eat you can't wipe your like you know you can't do the certain things like that you you need to do then i feel like personally i wouldn't want to be here so yes if i get to a point like that i would want to be into something like that because i mean it would just be like miserable yeah, I'd feel personally. Did you want to do something like that, Jesse?
3: It depends, it's really. I, to think. I mean, like, I, I find the idea, like, appealing of, like, once you feel like you've gone past your usefulness and once you feel like you've gone back, like, past your capability of, like, maintaining your independence, like, putting your body in stasis or just getting rid of your body and downloading your consciousness into, like, an AI system where you can, like, live forever and be young and have fun and, like, make relationships and just like live your best life. Like they're talking about basically like a, like a, like in like a, reset a, a virtual reality heaven.
1: <laughs> that's actually a good point. Right? That was way like way what, what the it.
3: episode was, was these people like their life was over, but here was a new life for them that would last forever. Yeah. That was perfect. Like in every way.
1: That's a good way to put it actually.
3: Like, so that's, that's really appealing. But I think like, I don't know, like I've, I've got a family, like I've got, I've got kids and I'm hoping that like when I do get old, Right. Like, yeah, it's going to suck if I can't take care of myself and I got to rely on people. But also, I think that's like part of life. Like you got to lean on people and I don't think you need to be ashamed of it. And I think it's just a natural part of our our process of like as being like human beings is to have family and have like friends and community. And like we're going to have to go back to a place where we aren't able to contribute anymore. But our contributions are going to live on in the people that we leave behind and those people are going to carry us through to like our final day right yeah that's a good way. that's actually a really good way to put it
2: guys i'm tearing up <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking deep dude
3: yeah so i don't know if i'd want to go in like i might want to stay out here and just be old with my family and just watch my kids play and my grandkids or my and great great grandkids. grandkids imagine yeah just let life be life and
1: that's cool
2: anthony would you want to do something like that
0: I forget what happened at San
2: They, they just—it's like what we've been talking about. <laughs> you get downloaded into <laughs> a, a virtual reality, like <laughs> heaven, pretty much. Like, you know, when you get old, just our advancements can take you, yeah, mentally somewhere, while your physical body's just existing. But
0: I think once I know I'm gonna die, mm-hmm. maybe like for the last three days or the last week, I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'll
1: accept my death But I feel like w- w- I think once you're plugged into it Like you're I, I can't, I'm I not gonna sit here And fucking make the terms other of, of the fucking <laughs> the plug.
3: Nah the <laughs> The offer is for you To download your consciousness Into the system Leave your frail body behind And exist like within a life Like What's uh, what's the best yeah, year of your life? I don't think so No?
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Wait, wait, hold on. Is there terms here that is okay cuz in the movie started
2: making terms. No, no, no. I, this is not
1: like a forever thing. I mean, I would obviously there would definitely be a a begin date and end date, right? I'm not trying to be fucking virtually uploaded into this thing forever, but so I would only want it for a couple of days. No, not about a couple of days. I'm talking about from the point where it's like obviously when it's time to go it's time to go and no virtual reality is going to change that so like what i'm thinking is in my mind if in my last days where i'm like obviously incapable of being independent then yeah Yeah. plug me in okay until it's time for me to go i see so that was the way i understood it yeah we all don't want to live forever is what i'm getting absolutely not. yes i don't know
3: how longer we want to stay on this topic but can i ask like a philosophical question yeah sure i'll direct it at you Yes. Get sir. ready. What's up? Uh is the reason you wouldn't want to be uploaded like out of your body because you feel like 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 if your consciousness is downloaded and like created identical but in a virtual space is that still your consciousness? No. Why not?
1: Because I feel like your consciousness is based off your life here as a human and dealing with real Your like, perspective. Yeah. Right? Like my perspective of things here. Like if I get plugged into somewhere that's perfect, like there's, I feel like you just, I don't know. No, I don't think it's the same. It's not you. It's, it's changed already from what it was. I feel like even just because you took it and moved it, it's already different. It's kind of like, like if you have like a, a raisin, right? Like, or sorry, if you have a grape, it's a grape and then you dry it, dry it and it becomes a raisin, right? Technically, Still great, but it's different. Am I right there? And like, I hope I did that analogy correct. No, <laughs> I look stupid. It's
3: an interesting analogy for sure. <laughs> I liked it.
1: Cool. Well, what do you? Well, I mean, let me ask you back at you. What do you think?
3: Uh, ooh, dang! I'm in an Anthony position. I didn't, I didn't ask myself my own question. <laughs> dang. Uh No, I don't think so no i think it would be like like a clone yeah i I think it's not like i think it's like uh like burning a cd right like you, you bought that cd and that's a cd but you can make a copy of it but now it's a different cd but at the same time though like and this goes to
1: everybody jump in if you like but technically yes it's a different cd but when i play it it's the same thing right yeah so like is it really different if i'm not looking at it
0: CDs
1: and the same songs? I only know it's different if I'm looking at it and I'm conscious. You can't really look at it.
3: What about like listening to a live show and then hearing a recording of that live show on iTunes?
1: Can you tell the is difference? It like that? Yeah. I like, don't know. If you're only if you're not there, like you know what I mean. Like if you're not there and you're listening to a recording of it and then the actual is that like I don't, I don't know if I'm answering this right or. I, I think like, we're
3: getting lost in the woods.
1: Here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all good. No, I mean. It was no, it was interesting. Yeah, it was, up. it's good though. Hey, <laughs> straight up. That's why Ricky been quiet this whole time. He hasn't said shit. He's just like, you guys are weird. <laughs> just like, I want to do my sixth shot. <laughs> hey, yeah, Jesse.
2: Jesse brought us some scotch. So this, yeah, this, I, this episode why. is brought to you by, uh, home Highland, single malt scotch whiskey from yeah. Trader Joe's. Ten years. 10 years. Not our usual sangria. That I'm with it. This is why we go sh- on <laughs> tangents.
0: <laughs>
2: you are. Jeez, took I might have taken a sip.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just want to remind everyone, you hit us up on Twitter, Instagram @we the basement. Jesse's actually very active on it. Always um Tagging us and people who we might interview honestly. Like some people want a platform out there. Hey, we'd love to have you on the show. You know what I mean?
3: Dan Berman.
2: Dan Berman, he's a
3: libertarian. Yeah, I forget what his background is. He's a he's like running for libertarian uh candidate for a presidential race in twenty twenty. Mm. Uh he's got a he's got a pretty funny like platform and like profile on IG. Mm. I don't think they'll ever win, though. No, I don't think it'll win either.
2: When is the last time a libertarian was president? Do you know this? Uh, never. So never. So it's always been Democratic or Republican.
3: No, I think there were other parties before that. Mm-hmm. There were there were older parties that kind of evolved and branched into um, multiple. Like, or was there always only two? Like, I s- I saw like an infographic about this, but like the original like parties that like sprung up and existed kind of like. As you go through like the history of the United States, like branched off and like either died or like merged with other branches and became like what is modern the Republican and democratic parties.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Like yeah. to, to, to like coalesce like power and consolidate their like resources, I think like a lot of the stronger parties ended up merging with each other and like kind of like drawing lines in the sand against the other parties mm-hmm. until you just had like two.
2: How come we don't see him in the debates? There's probably no debates, right?
3: That's because the uh the Commission for Presidential Debates is a private organization. It's not um it has nothing to do with like the government. Like the debates are like a private private event like the NFL or the NBA. Hmm. I didn't know that. It is, yeah. Right. And so the committee that manages that mm-hmm. is actually managed by Key members of the Republican Democratic parties. Wow!
1: So they get to choose which Democrats get to be on there. Dec- they make people.
3: the rules for what it is to qualify to be oh, in I the see. debates.
1: Oh, okay. I see, I got so it. So if
2: they don't want to fuck with you, they could just say you're not going to be on our,
3: on our stream. That's crazy. Yeah, if you're a threat to their power, they're not going to let you into the debates. But isn't
1: every person debating
3: on there, like a, a threat to their
1: power?
2: Nope because they're still in their party, in their respective parties. Yeah, because it's
1: owned by. And Canada, the thing you the don't North know North
3: North about North Washington, North. Washington is that the people that go out and like tow the party line and like appear to be so like like bipartisan Mm -hmm. they're not they all eat dinner together they all go to the same like clubs and and like meetings and like do the same activities and they're they all exist within the same elite social circles they're all friends like a lot of them are all friends yeah maybe there's some true believers like Bernie and AOC that like don't fuck with the other people or like can't get over their like political grudges but Mm -hmm. A lot of the like, like the old party, like people like Biden or like, uh, I don't know, Pence or whoever, like Mm -hmm. they all know, like the old Washington game. And that's like you go along to get along when the cameras are on. Yeah, you put on the show. But when they go off, you like you guys are going to meet up at the at the country club later and you guys are going to have a drink. You're going to talk policy and you're going to do what's best for each other, like overall, because you're in the same political class, Mm -hmm. you're in the same social class. Yeah. Right. And so anything that threatens that, that uh, hierarchy of power, you're, you're not going to want to endorse or you know, let it run its course. You're going to want to shut it down. Because as long as it's you or me, it's cool. Yeah. But we don't want the third guy messing up what we got. Boom. Sorry, I went off right now.
1: Dropping bombs, dude. This whole episode is
2: you going off, and I'm here for it, bro. Yeah. Some
1: people need to think differently in
2: this world. You know what I'm saying? Well, I
1: feel like also some people just, like, don't really know. Like, you know what I mean? Just, like, talking about it is good for sure.
2: Yeah. It'd definitely be nice to get someone from the other perspective, you know? See Mm -hmm. maybe how they think. See how, you know, maybe they contradict from what we're saying or, you know? Yeah. So... Hit us up if you think, you know, there's different ideas out there. Maybe
1: Maybe we're wrong. Possibly. Until then, I don't think be right. Unlikely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do want to bring up that Thanksgiving is tomorrow.
2: Yes. Oh, yeah. Hey, give it up for Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you for being our guest, Jesse. And uh, thank you to...
1: Our listeners. Yeah, dude. Thanks, guys. Thanksgiving, like. Thanks, me. (laughs) Thanks, Ricky. What are you thankful for this year? I'm thankful
2: for friends, thankful for family. I'm thankful for being able to just go out, get money, and you know live. You know, I'm comfortable. Not struggling. You know, I'm just hustling. Grinding. Grinding. I feel it. Glad that we have another year of of podcasts under our belt. Yeah. You know, know, we started from the bottom. Now we're here. And we're only going to keep improving. And I think it's going to be better. 2020 is going to be a lot better. There's going to be a lot more guests. There's going to be a lot more information. And maybe even bigger things than that. I'm I'm here for it. Tap in. (laughs) <laughs> Tap, Tap in, in. How about you Anthony
3: What are you What are you thankful for I just said I just said <laughs> He said for the listeners for
0: the listeners For you guys For our guests
1: Yeah Simon. he actually Is the one who started it off Simon Yeah Simon I Honestly I'm thankful for More life and I feel like with more life, it's just like this huge category of everything, right? your family, your friends, your blessings, your growings, your failures, everything. I'm just happy for happy, thankful for it all. I feel like you got to be you got to be thankful for the good, the bad, It's everything. That's me. Mm.
2: Jesse, what are you thankful for?
3: I think this year I'm thankful for the new opportunities that are in front of me. I think. I'm thankful for the hope that I have in my life. I made a lot of big changes the last, like, two years. I feel like I'm on, like, a good path right now. I feel like things are going to keep getting better. And I think even if I stumble, I've still got hope that I've got other options. And I'm going to keep looking for them. And I'm going to keep grinding. Shit. Like they're always saying on my favorite pod, <laughs> you know the vibes. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna keep at it. And I, I, I feel like that hope is something that like I can cling on to.
2: That's what's up. Definitely can, dude. Yeah. You just gotta
1: keep grinding. <laughs> that was the weakest <laughs> <laughs> little pew pew. We should have just did that. And <laughs> we <laughs> all paused for it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> you know the vibes. You know yeah. the fucking vibes. <laughs> I've been seeing like these uh like this meme like around and it says like ruin Thanksgiving in four words <laughs> would you be able to do that? Like the turkey is dry. Honestly really just fucks up the whole Thanksgiving dinner. Whoa. The turkey is dry. You gotta think of one up. It's just something to think on. Like can you ruin Thanksgiving in four words? Oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're cool after that. Depending on what comes, you know, <laughs> next is what, <laughs> what gets you in trouble.
2: Can you come up with one? I
0: burnt it
1: all. I burnt it all. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Just Yeah. So.
3: Did you go already? I need to think a second.
1: Yes, I said. Oh shit, I forgot. Mm. But what did you forget? Like that—that that there's no context to that, that it was
3: that it was Thanksgiving. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? Sure, sure, I'll take it.
3: Four words is short. Four words is short. That's that's four words. Mom, I've got AIDS. Oh shit! Oh, hey, you know killer. what? You
1: for sure fucked up Thanksgiving. <laughs> Hey, now let's eat. <laughs> oh nah. Hey, listen, God. like I, I, after everything everybody else said, I was just kind of like, okay, we're still eating after that. We're for sure. <laughs> I feel like you're the only person who passed that test. Sorry, guys. Mr. I forgot. Te <laughs> Right off. You're fucking wild, dude. All right, guys. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't have a shit show of the week this week. Then, you know what? Because of this grateful week that we have, maybe we're just thankful this week and we're not hating this week.
2: Yeah? I'm down I with mean, that. I mean, is that what you
1: see the, the segment as? Just hating? I mean, that's all we're doing. But honestly, there's people who deserve the hate. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's people who deserve it, though. Damn. Actually, okay. Let me clarify my words for you, okay? It is a spotlight to people who need to be like, you know what I mean? Showing about the shitty shit that they've done. I don't think we're hating. I think we're just Nah, <laughs> fuck that. You said we were No, nah, we're not. No, nah, 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 nah. nah, no,
2: no. We're investigating. No, no, no. Honestly, <laughs> I I I haven't heard. Do you guys have a shit show of the week this week? You might want to bring up. No. no. Anything piss you off this week, Jesse? Yeah,
3: just the police. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that <laughs> an
2: every is that an every week thing? <laughs> it's
3: a, yeah. It's an ongoing issue. Specifically a certain police department.
2: Ooh! Uh, okay. did you get another ticket?
3: <laughs> no, it was not for me. It was in, uh, I forget what state it was in, but it was, uh, you guys, just Google Whiskey Warrior. And you guys, you guys will see. I think they, I think they're lying about a lot of stuff. And I just think they, they messed up. And, I, and we're still waiting for the story come, for, to come out. So I could be wrong, but Google Whiskey Warrior.
2: Interesting. So apparently what this is about is in Mahopac, New York. On Saturday night, police surrounded the residents and barricade that in barricaded inside and streaming live on social media was former infantryman Alexander Booth, known as Instagram by his handle, WhiskeyWarrior556. While a SWAT team stood by, negotiators communicated with Booth, attempting to get him to surrender peacefully. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Booth was posting on Instagram Live as Whiskey Warrior whipping up much of the veteran and pro-Second Amendment community into a frenzy, saying that the police were using red flag laws to confiscate his guns. Booth claimed socia- to social media followers that he was being red flagged by police because he is a veteran. Now, what is red flagging, Jesse? Uh,
3: red flagging is when you tip the, the police or the local government off on uh, somebody for having a mental illness or for you think they're a danger to somebody or themselves. Um, there's a lot of different things that fall under the, like, the umbrella of a red flag. But any, a red flag is anything that the government can use as, as an excuse to come after you and take away your guns and take away your right to self-defense. And they can kind of detain you for, for nothing without due process. So it's to, it's it's basically a a law to uh, detain you and remove your rights while they investigate you.
2: Yeah. Mm.
0: All
3: right.
2: Interesting. So ba- apparently, back in September, the police were called to Booth's home for a domestic hisp- dispute. They uh, claimed that Booth was intoxicated and threatened her with a shotgun, prompting her to call the police.
3: His wife. Yeah.
2: Law enforcement officers placed the booth under arrest, which automatically triggered an order of protection under New York state law. This is different from red flag law. Under an order of protection, he had to automatically have his firearms confiscated by his police. So it seems like there was history. And they might have been using that to try and get the guns because maybe they think this guy's dangerous. I mean, we all know that soldiers come back with PTSD.
3: Yeah, it's possible.
2: You know, and it might have just you know being devil's advocate it might be maybe you're, you're definitely never in the right to get your shit taken from you but i feel like if you have a if you have the possibility of being a danger to someone like would it be not best to like try and s- mitigate that before anything tra- uh like tragic
3: happens yeah but they had like swat outside of his house damn ready yeah. to take him out like they had negotiators there they had cops on like every corner them. to like investigate and so the the official statement that they actually the department released was something along the lines of they were there to in- investigate uh, a suspicious noise or th- somebody heard a gunshot or uh, another domestic uh, dispute or something along those lines and that he barricaded himself in they were like trying to like get people to not inter- interfere with what was going on and that he was like sick and needed help because he had PTSD and then the at the end of it, they, like, report that they didn't really actually recover any firearms or ammunition. So, so
2: what the police chief said, the Carmel police chief said was this is a person in crisis having mental illness, having issues, and he didn't need the people on social media telling him that his rights are being violated. He
3: needed help, medical help. Yeah, but he already believed his rights were being violated because what were they there for? We don't know. And the police lie all the time to protect their own, so we don't know.
2: All valid points. So we will continue yeah. with this story, but as of now... Just keep an eye out. Uh, What police department? Mahopac or Carmel Police Department? You get this week's...
3: Shit show of the week. You're welcome.
2: And now for this week's... shout out of the week shout out of the week, week. alright this week's shout out of the week for me goes to these Indian scientists that are coming up with a new male contraceptive so it's a shot that goes on your penis hmm <laughs> that's a shout out
1: <laughs> yeah what are we doing
2: but you can't oh. you can't have babies for 13 years
3: oh is it reversible yes
2: Okay. Is Imagine the it
0: shot for no reversing? Uh, yeah,
2: well, probably you. Yeah. But, but. It's an advancement in contraceptive technology, which I just think is interesting. Yeah, that's good. Because, you know, our ladies be going through it, bro. I know. You know? Birth control pills, <laughs> all these hormone shots. I
0: think that, um, uh, what do you call those? Pads? The.
2: Maxi Nicotine pads, patches? Oh.
0: The maxi pads for women for whenever they get their period uh-huh. should be free and provided by the
2: government. Right? Because why not? Right? You know? Yeah, why are we selling something that's like needed by our standards? Exactly. Right? Like, oh, I have to put these on. Like, okay. Like, pay me or give them to me for free. Especially in jail. Oh Jesse has something to say. What you got? got Jesse? I'm
0: just saying the government should take care of that, part of health care maybe.
1: You, I agree.
3: When you say the government should take care of it, you're saying the taxpayer, quote unquote, saying, should was, take par- care of it? I'm willing to pay another twenty five bucks. Yo, if you wanna if you football, wanna buy your girls pads, you just go buy your girls' pads. How's that?
0: Well yeah. Why don't you
3: leave legislation out of it? I So you go, just, you go buy them.
0: It's not just the, my girl I'm worried about. I'm worried about there are really some girls that aren't getting the pads because they can't afford it.
3: So why don't you start an NPO to provide free pads to uh, women in poverty?
0: I'm saying the government could do that?
3: I'm saying you could do it privately and we wouldn't have to involve the cops or stealing from people. So you're this always comes back to cost
0: always want more private things Always Capitalism
3: I think that's the most moral way to proceed with society
0: That's what we have right now So you're happy with
3: That's not what we have right now
0: With how the, the, the wealthy is being well You know
3: Distributed
0: Yeah How the wealth is distributed
3: What are you talking about? We don't have capitalism That's not what we have We have corporatism It's different
1: yeah.
0: From that evolve from capitalism?
3: No. Corporatism evolves from government, which uses force to give advantages to private corporations so that they don't have to fairly compete in an open market. So it's not capitalism.
0: Okay. But it's still, with the corporation, it's still a private thing.
3: Yes, but it has the advantage of using uh, political power and government force. Yeah. To give itself advantages over other private companies, and
0: so are that's you, what are, we, you, are you are you happy with what we currently have? No. What would be ideal to you? Capitalism. Such as.
3: Yeah. Explain. Uh, it. Free and open trade—that's voluntary with each other.
0: Like an example of a country.
3: Actually, true capitalism uh, has not been tried and does not exist in any current country.
0: Name a country that's closest to capitalism.
3: Uh, I think probably Hong Kong is actually closest or New Zealand or there's a I can, you know, I can give you a list later, but there's a slew of other countries that have like more capitalistic free market, free market regulations than we do or lack of regulations. I should say.
2: Yes. Because what stops or what makes it corporatism is the abundance of regulations that there exists.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The, the large corporations that have the advantage of, of, large stores of capital to buy and influence the, the legislators to write themselves uh, laws and regulations that they are able to absorb, that smaller competing companies are not able to absorb, to give themselves an advantage and do away with competition is what causes corporatism.
0: You're like the Michael Moore guest that we have. This is, this, that's cool.
3: Yeah, Michael Moore's an idiot, but all right. <laughs> I get what you're saying, though. Thanks. Yeah, he's, uh, he's on the other note. side, <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, shit. <laughs> well,
3: I know it was a compliment, though, so thank you. <laughs>
1: well, that's our... Uh, but that was <laughs> my <laughs> shadow. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> shit. I just remember... See, this is what happens when you start talking about fucking shots and penises and shit, dude. Like, fuck that. I'm not getting no shot, dude. No. Is that what... That's how it stemmed yeah. it stemmed from Shout
3: back. out to the Indian dudes that want to shoot us in the dick.
2: <laughs>
1: hey. For real. <laughs> there you go.
3: <laughs> Thanks for having me on guys. This was fun. Absolutely, nice to have you, man.
2: Honestly. Yeah, we love getting different perspectives. We love just hearing other, other views, you know, and it was a good time.
1: This, this 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 whiskey,
2: this whiskey was pretty nice too. All right.
0: Words of wisdom.
1: We given it's about that time. All right.
0: Let's start with Ricky.
2: Wow, you're just going to change it up like that? (laughs) Uh, Lately, I've just been thinking about gratitude and how it's, you know, gratitude is the best attitude. You know what I mean? Just be grateful. Be grateful for what you have. Don't take what you have for granted. And I just want to let you know that gratitude makes a sense of our past. It brings peace for today and creates a vision for tomorrow.
1: I like that wow. That's good. That's good <laughs> um kind of like on my, my topic earlier kind of talking about like life and um like that point where we grow old i feel like there's two important days in our life it's the day we're born and the day we find out why so find out earlier and live live sooner
3: That eyes of tyranny are rarely seen except by those that oppose them.
0: Goddamn.
1: Goddamn. Goddamn.
0: Uh, last but not least, I just want to let our listeners know that in this life, the gods, the heavens, and the hell is within you. Damn. Damn. Tune in again next week. <laughs> Damn. We <need> Peace. <laughs> Damn, y'all. Did you
1: curse me or something?
0: Yeah, Shit. Yeah.